Wow. Wow. Wow, this is this is some really deep stuff. I don't know what just happened, but something happened inside of me. Something snapped, something I wasn't expecting that either. Uh, sorry. It's okay, it's all right. It's beautiful. <laughs> Monsters like really small, but it had to become that to stop me. Because I'm a hurt child. Became present when you mentioned it, and I didn't realize this until now. There were things that I didn't remember yeah. until now. Funny, I haven't seen that before. It feels like I'm the monster. I'm kind of seeing images of things. Of a, of a world where they can exist. This clarity brings all kinds of answers. It's clear. She like hugged me and then went back to her place, I guess, in my heart. Oh, it wants to come out. <laughs> it wants the bippity boppity boop Cinderella me. Like, <laughs> she's like melted into like my chest. It's like ooey gooey. All week, been finishing things, cleaning up more. Started eating vegetables again last week. <laughs> and it kind of just started happening. It's almost like I just finished going through a meditation session. I feel like, like, you know, when you. When you hit that first joint, like in the morning, and you... I actually feel a lot more um, awake. Any extreme emotion or any part that you'd like to get to know better or change your relationship with? Anything that's up for you? Yes. Um, I do have a part that I like to work with I'm, I'm not so sure that it, it kind of needs to change mm -hmm. my relationship with as such it's it's more kind of to, to give it some um I guess some gentle encouragement to steer itself in the the direction of where it needs to go okay. um I'll probably tell us I'll start by telling a story okay. um really of the part so I come from a family of very factual, scientific, atheist types. Mm -hmm. um, both my parents are that way and was raised, uh, you know, along those lines. And it's very much a case of um, both my parents kind of have this inflexible view of their opinion is right, their view of the world is right, their way of interacting with people is right. And gosh darn it, if only everybody else in the world would behave exactly like me, then yeah. it will be a better place. Yeah. And I'm I'm not like that, but I I spent a lot of my childhood, well, all of my childhood really, raised in that environment um, feeling that way. And so for the past couple of years, I've been on a, a kind of a self-discovery journey of, of figuring out who I really am, starting to see self-emerge and starting to recognize the differences between me and my family. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really kind of highlighted now um, 
it makes it very uncomfortable in my body when I am doing something that's out of alignment with what I truly believe in. But conversely, there's also the nagging part, and that's kind of the part that I want to to focus on today, the nagging part that says, ah, well, you're doing this, and this is not the person who necessarily your parents would accept, and so that makes me uncomfortable. And so really what that that has manifested as for, for a number of years is a part of, I'm raising my whole life, is a part of me that refuses to accept myself. Um, and that's just simply transmuting all of the messages that my parents have given me, which is do this, do this, do this, it's fine. But the minute you start thinking differently or start going over here or whatever, um, then that's not good enough, you know? And so you yeah. get into that conditional love situation and the part looks, looks for the things that I might be doing, um, that are, that it doesn't like, you know, things that it doesn't want to accept. And so it, it's constantly uncomfortable with something that I'm doing or says, Hey, if you do this, you might get yourself into trouble or, you know, it's very much, it's like a, it's, it's a, not a firefighter, um, but it's a protector looking out for things that it's doing, that I'm doing that it's not comfortable with. And so really what I kind of want to do today is I, I fully understand why it's doing it. You know, it's mm-hmm. taken me a wee while to get to that place where I can understand why this part does it. I, I definitely did have some some big self-image issues when I was from a, from a young age. Um, but I think this part has kind of combined with those. Um, I feel like I've dealt with that to some extent in the last couple of weeks, but there's still this part here that says, you know, hey, be more this, be more that, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, kind of trying to, to not refusing to accept who I am. Yeah. Um, I see why it does it, but what I want to get out of, um, kind of this next step in, in the, the journey is to start to help it realize that that doesn't need to happen anymore. You know, I'm not a child. Yeah. I'm not, um, I'm not, it doesn't pose a risk to my safety to be any way other than how I'm discovering that I am. Um, and to, to really kind of just own that because I think, that's what it's holding on to is that this is how you have to be because if you aren't this way, then your parents won't necessarily love you or you won't necessarily feel safe, you know, as a result mm-hmm. of that. So it's that, that's the part. Yeah. And a very long winded way that I want to kind of get to know. That's great. Yeah. It sounds like you have a pretty good map there of, um, you've definitely come to know this part a lot and you can, you can see its intention and you can, um, you're get you're getting what it's putting down loud and clear, and you're able to kind of locate it or or identify it as a part. So that's that's great. Should make should make working with it a lot easier. Yeah, it's very much. Um, it shows up as physical sensations, yeah. and so when that happens, it's it's difficult to ignore where they're coming from. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's quite helpful in that regard. You know, some would say not helpful, but um, I'd I'd argue strongly against that. It's it's great to get this guidance all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. It makes it more real. So, what are the physical sensations? At the moment, there's two 
key ones, um, but I think that the primary one by far is very much a burning sensation in my sort of upper to mid back area. Um, it's kind of from between the shoulder blades. It can be a burning sensation. It can just be awkward. It kind of reminds me a little bit of like some some small. Actually, reminds me of cubes of of steel that are just warm, same temperature as my back, but just kind of pushing in and just rippling. Some push in for a little bit and then pull out, and then another one pushes in just a little bit. Just just kind of like almost like a massaging tool, mm-hmm. but not quite as as pleasant as that, yeah. you know, um, depending on the sensation, really. And that'll come up at certain times when certain thoughts arise or they don't arise, but obviously subconsciously the thoughts arise anyway. That's probably the easiest one to, to kind of latch onto at the moment. Okay. Sometimes also you get it around the kind of the solar plexus, classic pit of the stomach, butterflies, anxiety kind of feeling. But um, the big one at the moment is very much in the back shoulders area. Okay. And how do you feel towards it when you focus on it there? At the moment, um, I'm much, much more understanding of it. Mm-hmm. I think in the past, well, I know in the past, you know, it's been hatred. It's been, stop this thing. Why does this thing continue to bring me down? Um, it saps your energy. It makes you tired at the end of the day. It does all this negative stuff. What, you know, go away. But I think now, having seen, um, having seen a few different situations over the last couple of weeks and when it comes up and when it doesn't, you go, ah, yes, I can see totally now why it's doing this. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, I would probably have done the same thing. So no, I'm, I'm very, um, understanding of it now and Great. accepting of it. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And I think in order to help it modulate or change its role, um, you know, the goal is to, to continue understanding it more and more. So um, hopefully that's what we're aiming for here is like yep. just continuing that understanding. So, um, yeah, how would you how would you rate kind of like your curiosity about it at this moment? Oh, very high. Okay. Um, yeah. Great. Yeah, open to it. Okay. So do what you can to deepen your access to it, to really focus on it. You might kind of imagine turning towards it or um, going going towards it, inviting it to the conversation. And asking it what it is that it wants you to know, what it wants you to know about it. So the first thing I notice is I have to relax mm-hmm. around it. Um, but it's almost like there's two parts. It's almost like there's the part itself, but then there's another part that's in resistance to it still. So I'm just right. trying to speak to that part. Yes, absolutely. That's in resistance and just, yeah. Yeah, ask that part for some space 
while we get to know this other part. slowly slowly giving me some space and just just stepping aside the the other part's still there mm -hmm. of course which is what we want mm -hmm. yeah and it can you know the the part that's frustrated with it or that's resisting it um it can always jump back in if it needs to um so we're not trying to banish it. We just want to ask it to relax and soften so we can get to know this part better. Yeah. And when, again, whenever that feels like it's, whenever you have a green light there or some percent of a green light, then you go back to that question of what does this, what do these metal cubes in the back want you to know? So it, it's it is coming through with a with a sign now, and it almost kind of it's almost telling me that it doesn't really believe in it either, but it's doing it because it feels obligated to. Mm -hmm. um, and that's almost like the cubes are almost like a dressing; they're almost like a metaphor for something. You know, they're artificial; they're made to to. Yeah, the man-made. Yeah. Um, and it's like, look, I don't agree with this either, but we just got to do it. You know, we've got to be like this because just, yeah. Yeah. Does that make some sense to you? Yeah. Great. So let it know that makes some sense to you and just kind of keep staying with it. And um, you could ask... You know, how does it like, how does it like its job? It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't like it. Yeah. And then. But it, mm -hmm. it kind of accepts it at the same time. Because mm -hmm. it feels that on balance, this is best for everyone. You know, yeah. No disagreements, no fights, no no awkward look, and and most importantly, getting valued and getting loved from those close to you is kind of its key. So it says, yeah, I don't like this, but you know, it's what we have to do. Yeah. Yeah, so just try showing it some appreciation for that, for its intention. 
and um, you might want to just kind of look. I mean, you've already named some things that it sounds like it's, you know, it's afraid of. It's afraid of not, of not having that that love. Um, it's afraid of those awkward looks. But you could ask, kind of deeper, like if it has more to say about what it's afraid of, what's behind those fears. It's really just that lack of love mm -hmm. and I guess it kind of feels that the reason it needs to exist is because the person that it's helping to shape into, into a particular demeanour isn't necessarily whole and so it's terrified of that being found out yeah yeah and um can are you showing it appreciation for all of that it's giving you a lot of information it's also doing a job that sounds very important yes yeah yeah i am Yeah, so the, the the being different and the being looked at differently feels almost almost like addressing over the top of the core the core thing that it's trying to protect against, yeah. which is yeah, you know. Absolutely. So you might try asking it if you could heal that, if you could heal that part that feels unwhole or that it, or that it won't be loved. And then this part wouldn't have to do its, do its job or wouldn't have to work so hard at least. What would it rather be doing with its energy? This is not sure at the moment. Mm -hmm. It's it's been doing this for all of its life, really. Yeah. As long as it's been aware, this is kind of it. This is what it does. Yeah. And its job is to be hyper vigilant, to to look at things, to analyze things, to compare things, and to go, what does that mean in terms of us? Does that mean a threat to us? Does that mean something we need to be aware of? Does that mean a comment that we need to make to support the views of those people who might think in a certain way? It's like, this is this is me. This is what I'm about. I gather information and I I compile it together and 
and I feed it through to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds really, sounds really valuable. And the researcher part when it's doing that. Yeah. Yeah, and again, when we're when we're giving it options or, or asking what it might want to do um, with its energy, we're not trying to erase it. We're trying to, you know, let it do what it what it does best or wants to do. So, if it wants to, if that's its energy is is looking out and and researching, um, you can just kind of explore that with it of how it could how it could do that. Again, with with the kind of assumption that that you're that you've healed this part that doesn't feel whole, you can just show it some options or let it show you options of how that would look. Well, it's the first thing that it it comes up with is well, rather than looking for the possibility of bad, could I look for the reality of good? In other words when looking out at the world and thinking about things, could I not be looking for positives that already exist in those things? Yeah. You know, looking for the things to be grateful for, looking for things that are amazing, looking for little, little things that you see, like the way when you get a breeze blowing over a stream (laughs) or a pond to look at the way the waves look in the water to just really value that and take it in, you know? Yeah. Um, anything from that to the way the breeze hits your skin when you're outside walking to the way the, the way a leaf sounds when it gets blown off a tree and it lands on the concrete, you know, just little things like that. Yeah. That's, that's the beauty of a good researcher and someone who's mm-hmm. observant. Yeah, it sounds like it would, it's talking about turning the energy kind of outward and looking for the good rather than inward and looking for the bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's struggling though to think of a reality where it doesn't have to protect something that's not good enough. Sure. Yeah. So you throw that out there at it and it says, well, yeah, wouldn't that be great? However... Yeah, sure. In reality, this is what we've got to protect, and this is why we do this work that we don't like doing, but we have to. Yeah. Yeah, to mold you into shape. Yeah. Because it says you need this intervention. Mm -hmm. You could try asking it how old it thinks you are. And just waiting for an answer. Definitely getting preschools, quite possibly even kind of two to three years old. Yeah. Go ahead and update it on your real age.
definitely it needed to see an image of me as well. Just, I think, saying to it, this is my age. It's kind of going, so what does that mean for us? But imagining an image of myself and it's seeing that image of myself and going, ah, okay, so you're one of those. Mm. You're at that age now. Yeah. Seems to be kind of helping it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting how you can work with images and sometimes um, you can try with parts like getting in front of them, looking them in the eyes. You know, there's all kinds of ways to to work with that kind of visual sense. Yeah. So yeah, you're, you're showing it at your real age and just updating it, letting it know that you have some other resources, some other abilities, that you have the intention of of healing these other parts that are vulnerable. It's funny, as I do this, I'm feeling another part kind of in my, I guess, lower half of my belly, which is kind of a a warm and contented feeling, Hmm. which I do get when when my parts feel like they're being shown compassion. Yeah. Sounds nice. It could even be the same part, just showing up in a different way. This is Mm -hmm. much more warm. Yeah. It's still in the back, but it's also in the the lower belly area, almost kind of down to the colon in a way. Quite a, yeah, quite nice. Yeah, you can just stay with that and, um, yeah, just let it know how much you enjoy being able to communicate with it this way. It's almost like it's starting to take on more of a feeling of, of safety mm-hmm. through realizing how old my real age is. It's yeah. like it's going, ah, so what used to be me pushing you into shape is now a matter of you can actually protect me or you can keep me safe. Yeah. Or you can keep the parts that it protects safe or you can keep you can keep the parts that beat up on it you know, mm. you're you can ask them to step aside you can you can go to the to the parts underneath this that are afraid um, you can kind of trans traverse it all in a way that you couldn't before yeah I'm just kind of going through the sensations of it all. Mm-hmm. Just dealing with funny that's that, that feeling that was in my lower belly is just kind of slowly spreading up now. It's going up towards up towards my rib cage. Mm-hmm. 
in a good way. Almost like that part that's been suppressed is starting to realize that it doesn't need to be suppressed anymore. You know, it's like it's found the space that it's able to expand into. It's realized that that space exists. Yeah. And it's just beginning to to expand out to fill that space. Yeah. A little bit like when you introduce an animal into an enclosure in a, in a zoo. Uh-huh. And it's not very confident at first about coming out. But over time, it kind of sees and looks out and goes, oh, there's some cool things over there and there's a bit of space over there and starts moving into it, you know? Yeah, a lot of potential. Yeah. I think the realization of the actual age, my true age is kind of what's helping it and seeing it. Yeah, it's interesting just thinking about the kind of analytical parts and the scientific parts. It's like, that's that's hard data, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because those younger parts will always look up to adults. Yeah. They see adults as authority figures. They see them as potentially the biggest threats, potentially the biggest sources of, of safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so to realize that actually the part that it's been protecting is one seems to be quite eye-opening for it. You could ask what it is that it, that it wants or needs from you in the future. Straight away it came back and said love. Mm -hmm. I just paused for a minute just to see if it had anything else. But that's it. Yeah. And how does that, what's your reaction to that when you hear that that's what it wants from you? It makes sense. Mm -hmm. It totally makes sense. And I think it then came back later, just just a little bit after with acceptance too. Yeah. Um, Which comes into acceptance of who I am, acceptance of the self. Yeah. There's a fine line between self-acceptance from a place of pity and Mm. self-acceptance from a place of actually we all just are perfect, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so stay with that and, and you know, I would suggest just turning that up 
showing it now, like to whatever degree you can, just that love and acceptance. really interesting I've, I've, I've got a combination of those feelings you know from the, the happy loved fuzzy feeling in the front and then the, the, the metal cube burning in the back is still mm-hmm. there as well it's kind of like it's going oh I know I know I'm going to have to one day accept this but I'm still feeling compelled to do my job you know it's like yeah yeah yeah, and and you know, it needs to until until you have done that other work. Like we we you know we can't expect it to to stop what it's doing and why it's doing it until you are you are healing those other parts. So I think this is kind of you're showing it what you're capable of. You're you're showing it your intention. You're showing it your appreciation. And just opening that dialogue and and getting the getting the information from it of where where to go, you know what to work on next, and um, and it's really just kind of a shift in the relationship, even if the the roles haven't shifted yet. Yeah. Just listening to what you were saying before, it's it's moved into. It does this when it's, I guess, when it's processing new ideas that it hasn't considered before is kind of almost like involuntarily raising my shoulders or kind of like a, almost like giving myself a massage, like leaning Mm -hmm. back in the chair and just rubbing the the part of the back against the cushions in the chair that I'm sitting in. And it, it kind of almost it commands the movement. You know, it's not something that I'm consciously doing. Mm-hmm. I could stop it. Yeah. But if I relax, it, it's, that's what it wants me to do. Yeah. Which is always like, ah, right. Yep. Let's move around a little bit and just make some room for those ideas to yeah. come in yeah. and not strangle them out. Yeah. And so, yeah, going forward, you know, just keeping that level of communication up with it, checking in with it. Um, when it does try to get your attention in that in that way that's uncomfortable, just you know, reminding it of this other this other way of communicating with you. What I would like to ask it, and I think I'm about to, is what will it need to see mm-hmm. in order to feel like it can move forward? Yeah. What yeah, changes yeah. does it? Yeah. What changes does it need to to be witness to? Yeah, and you can get really really specific with it. You can you can get really abstract with it. You know you, this. It's kind of a, a big question, but it's great to stay with that and just 
get as much information as you can. Because it's, it, you know, it's made it clear that it doesn't really enjoy what it's doing. Yeah. And it does see benefit in doing other things, but it keeps doing it because it feels obligated to. So a question is, why does it, or what would it, what would it take yeah. for, it to, for it to be able to be more authentic in terms of it, what it wants out of life, mm-hmm. instead of continuing to toe the party line and do something that everybody else wants it to do. It says, give me the freedom not to. Hmm. It says, telling me that I'm the one that's clutching on to the belief that it's serving to protect me from. Okay, yeah. So it's like the sooner that's is like the sooner you let go of that belief that you're flawed, right. then the sooner. And it might not know how. I mean, it might, but it might not know how you're going to do that, which is no. okay. Which is okay. <laughs> like it doesn't have to have that answer. It's it's great to get pointers from it, but. But that's quite an opener in a way. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of see, I'm just the defender of your own feelings. Right. Not fender of, but I'm. You know what I mean. It's yeah. It's 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 just doing. Its job of protecting me from the feelings that I still have right. about myself, right? Or a and part of me has about myself. Exactly. That's that's where I was. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be the next step, and um, I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest jumping into it in this conversation just. No. Because you've done so much with this part and to stay with this part, but that would be kind of the, the evolution of the process is, is okay. You, you, you have a good lock on what that feeling is, on what that exiled part is, and just having that you know, practice or determination to, to, to work with it. Yeah. It's funny, it's I just opened my eyes then and it just I just did an involuntary sigh. You know, like a just letting go of like that relief of realizing that what it's protecting me from is it's that it's not the cause of the problem. It's just protecting another part of me yeah. from facing that reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not from facing reality, but it's protecting that exile. You're right. That doesn't believe that it is good enough. It's it's keeping the exile from popping up and and bringing with it those painful feelings. You know, it manages. Yeah. it manages what it can, and your and takes control to manage what it can in you, in order to prevent that part that's that's hurt that's you know just all of those 
very vulnerable, very painful feelings from coming up. Mm. And the so it's almost, mm-hmm. almost happy now about, or happier about the, the fact that a part of me has recognized that it is not the one that holds the belief. Right. You know, right. It's, it's, that we all now as a system just understand that it's just doing the job right. that it thinks it needs to do, but it doesn't have, it's not the, it's not the one with right. the, the the deep sense of I'm not good enough. You know, it's just doing right. what it's been told to, and it's quite happy about that. That, yeah. that finally that's understood. Yeah, it's not it's not the two year old. It thought you were the two year old. Yes, and you've done a lot of untangling of all of that. Yeah. I don't have any more questions for it. I mean, how how's it how's it feel overall inside? Yeah, it feels a lot um a lot less acute. Mm-hmm. Um take what you will from that. It's it's the feelings are still there both both good and bad, but they're not as kind of crisis driven it's sort of like so now you understand um why it has to do that the structure inside Mm -hmm. yeah yeah why it has to do that and and you understand more about the structure of of how this is put together and it's much happier about that yeah sounds good Typical prescription is just to check in with that part every day, even if yeah. that's even if that's for thirty seconds. Just kind of, you know, it'll pop back up, and you just saying, "Yeah, I see you," and I, you know, we've this is more and more familiar territory, and just kind of keeping that again the communication open, but also that that intention of yours to. You know, I see the underlying problem and um, I intend to intend to work on it. Yeah. It's it's also that not um not being scared of this part when it comes up creates these uncomfortable feelings. Right. Right. Recognizing that they are driven by the insecurities of a young part and therefore that's not something that's gonna hurt me. Um, but also using it as a, as a catalyst to go, ah, so what might I start to think differently? How might I start to think differently about myself in certain ways to just kind of start to, to, to slowly get some access to that exile that might come back with some counter arguments. Yeah. I like that. I like that the, the 
the part that's, you know, the cubes. Mm-hmm. I like that I can see it as not working against me. Right. And also I like the fact that that is not the part that has the, the belief that I'm not good enough, that feeling. I like, you know what I mean, that that feeling isn't coming from a part that says, you're not good enough, therefore I'm going to make you feel like this. It's like right. it says, a part of you thinks that you're not good enough and therefore I'm going to get into action, to help you into action because of that. But I don't, for the record, think that. Right. It's quite nice knowing that, yeah. Yeah, that's great. It's, it's, uh... that's, that was what I was hoping for, was just to change a little bit of the way that that part perceives me and the way I perceive that part. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Awesome. How does it feel complete for now? It does. Okay. You can always come yep, back I'm, and, I'm... and do more if you like. That's great. I'm going to, um, yeah. It's always the time between sessions, isn't it, where you go, ah, that's interesting, and you get enlightenment more about more things that come through. Yeah. That's, the sessions are part of the, the work, and then the work you do in between, especially when you're not even thinking about parts, and they just right. start coming to their own resolution. Right. Yeah, well, the goal, yeah. the goal is self-leadership, and so it's, you know, ultimately... It's all about the work you're doing on your own, you know, in in between sessions of talking about it with others. Mm. You got the power. Like <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it. I love I love the fact that you can be your own therapist. Yeah, absolutely. Your own th- absolutely. I yeah. shouldn't even use the word therapist, but your own guide yeah in a way yeah it's it's therapeutic um and it makes it makes what i do so much easier and um you know it's it's why i feel comfortable doing it as an amateur is because it's like i'm i'm just i'm just letting you know that you can do this <laughs> yeah you know, i'm not i'm not curing you i'm not advising you or anything it's kind of like just, it's nice though mm-hmm. not having to do all the thinking right right you know you can switch off the conscious part that needs to go what question should I ask Nick what question and you just go straight into the parts right and when you're asking questions that takes takes that burden off the shoulders of of the person who's doing the work right right yeah 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 and especially when you start to do the exile work you know it's it's heavier and it's more vulnerable and it's even harder solo to stay on track to keep those protectors at bay and and um that's when it's even more helpful i think to have somebody to do the work with yeah right because you're really you're really in there yeah great well Keep me posted on all those on all those insights you you'll be having, uh, and I hope to hear from you again. We can do it again. Will do. Awesome, man. That's been great. Thanks a lot. Nice talking with you. Have a great yeah, rest you of your day. All right. All right. Bye. See you later. Do you want to help bring more self energy to the world? 
If you'd like to participate in calls or help out with this project in any way, I'd love to hear your ideas. Join the Discord server or contact me at james at liveifs.com. A huge thanks to our audio engineer, Zikri, for your care and diligence in editing the calls. To every caller for your courage in sharing some of your parts. And to anyone out there getting to know their internal system, keep going. Who knows, that might be the most selfless, helpful thing you can do for others, and you're the only one who can do it. If you'd like to see us reach the largest audience, we must please the almighty suggestion algorithms at iTunes and YouTube, and they don't care about the power of IFS. They're looking for likes and shares and comments, and the sooner the better. Follow the links in the show notes right here in your podcast player to make your wishes known. And now, a minute of meditation. Or if you prefer, pull over. You can do it in 60 seconds. Just click one of those links. They're right there. And give us a like or a five-star rating. It would really help. If you think this project is helping people, you're helping people by sharing it. Thank you.